Welcome into DTC. The World Cup has arrived. The best tournament in all of sports, in all of the land, in all of the lands, is here. It actually started earlier today. So maybe we're one day late or half a day late, but that's okay. We will get to what happened earlier this morning in Russia or this morning in D.C. time in uh, in Russia. We'll talk about Saudi Arabia. We'll talk about Russia. We'll talk about Group A. We're going to talk about all the groups, actually. We have a, a bunch of hosts or co-hosts for this show, and hopefully they'll be back throughout the um, throughout the tournament chiming in. you know. But before we get into the nuts and bolts of it here, let's just kind of set the table. The World Cup is, uh, I mean, it's the pinnacle of sports, and a lot of people will compare it to the Olympics, but it's not the Olympics. A lot of people will compare it to, um, you know, what amounts to smaller tournaments. It's just not that. This is this is the world's game. This is the largest stage, and unfortunately, the U.S. is not going to be participating this year. Um, you know, back burner issue, we did pick up the 2026 World Cup in a joint bid with Canada and Mexico, and it'll be really interesting to see who ends up hosting games and where that final will be played, where the where the first game and where the final will be played. But that's all way down the road. Who knows if we'll st- if we're still doing this? Hopefully by then, DTC is a syndicated show and uh, it's paying my bills. But for now, the World Cup has started. We got LP, Sani, Sam, Dan, and I think Matt's going to be in and out as well. Just talking about this tournament, what it means, and who really does have a shot. So we're going to go group by group. We'll, we'll try not to jump around too much. We'll make some predictions for who we think will get out of each uh, of each group, and at the end, we'll let's uh, let's we'll we'll likely recap with uh, some bold predictions as well. So, with all that being said, with all that being said, we're gonna highlight one player now and come back to him in a little bit. Uh, Lionel Messi. This guy's got a terrible Argentina team. We'll talk about it more in depth in a few minutes here when we get to that group, but. I think he's got one amazing run in him, and that, that's a uh, uh, you know some of this is really just some um, a shout out to uh, to Jayso who didn't join us here, and he's uh, you know Captain Messi and, and you know fanboy supreme, but we've got to talk about him a little bit in detail when we get to that group. So let's let's just start with Group A. Group A, we have a couple of uh, a couple of first timers or not frequent joiners, right? In Egypt and Saudi Arabia, we have Uruguay and Russia as well. So. Russia and Uruguay definitely expected to get out of this group. Um, Russia basically handed Saudi their ass this morning uh, with a five-goal, five-to-nil win. Uh, three of them coming in 88-plus minute, which is going to make it tough for everyone else in the group. So, uh, you know, let's not get into predictions, but let's just talk about these teams for a second. Not a not not a lot of known commodities across uh, all four teams, with the exception of Mo Salah. He's definitely the stud in the group. Uh, I think you could probably make an argument for one or two others, but. Um, let's just kind of go around here. Uh, Dan, we'll go to you first. You know, what do you see in Group A, and what does Russia's big win this morning really mean for the rest of the group? Yeah, so Group A, um, obviously Russia, the host nation. FIFA ranking was 70, uh, lowest, lowest in the so lowest in the uh, in the group at 70, and then you had a surprisingly Saudi Arabia ranked 67. Um, but obviously the rankings don't matter because you saw today that Russia just boat raced Saudi Arabia and burned the kingdom down. So, um, and then obviously you have Uruguay, who's the, you know, the favorite in the group and Egypt, who's the wild card. So, but the reason they're the wild card is obviously, like you mentioned before, Mosala, he's, you know, took the, took the premier league by storm this year, leading scorer. So. You know, he's 
we don't know what he's going to do in the World Cup, especially with you know the injury that he. There's no injury. I'll pump the brakes on the injury talk. But Saudi Arabia, let's talk about them for just a second here. They're terrible. Okay, like we could go out there and probably put a goal or two in against Saudi Arabia. They're they're legitimately terrible. Japan's terrible too, and they qualified. I think one and two coming out of the whatever group Asian group that they qualified through. Um, you know, Sandy, let's get you on here. So Egypt is definitely a team everyone's going to be watching. We. Most of us, anyway, are, are Egyptians. Got ties to Egypt in some form. I know you and he, you guys can't see him, but he's rocking his uh, his Egypt kit, the unofficial one that you know, unofficial for sure. Um, but you know, Sam, <laughs> Sam, let's talk about this for a second, bro. Like he, all right. So Mo Salah has got the weight of Egypt on his shoulders. Can he actually do it? Can he get him out of the group? So, so I think Egypt has a legitimate shot here, but. I think it's going to take a whole lot of Mo Salah, pass the ball to Mo Salah and just close your eyes and hope he scores. Uh, I think it's going to be really tough. Uh, Uruguay definitely is probably going to come out on this group. Um, Russia, what they did today, you know, uh, I'm hoping that they get uh, stuck in some doping scandal or maybe they (laughs) sold too many uh, oil barrels or bought too many from uh, Saudi Arabia. So this is the exchange or something. Uh, like that, some story breaks where uh, where, where typical uh, collusion happened. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to be tough, but I think it's still possible. At least I'm hoping anyway, as a true proud Egyptian would, uh, that Egypt uh, has some firepower and, and will probably, instead of goal differential, will have to actually show up yeah. and win. Yeah, now, goal differential, given, that's skewed completely yeah. after what happened earlier today. I know, but uh, it's the only way out. And so given how they've sort of backed themselves into this World Cup, is it a high probability? I won't say yes, but I won't say no either because they're the team I'm rooting for. All right. Go ahead, I'll chime in real quick. I think if they get a draw tomorrow against Uruguay, which would be a miracle, they'd be in great position to to, to go to the are you willing are you Are you willing to put money on an Egypt draw? To Uruguay tomorrow? Heck no, especially <laughs> okay. after seeing a, a video right, so, of them today. So don't, don't come they're, here just waving that flag around here. There, there's no chance they're gonna, there's going to be a draw tomorrow. I will, no. I, will, I will say they, they did. there was a video online today circling of the, showing them partying in a ballroom at some hotel. Immediately when <laughs> I saw that, I thought Uruguay 4, yeah. Egypt 1 tomorrow. No chance. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're just happy to be there. And that makes me nervous. So let me let's let's switch and let's talk about Uruguay. It's a nice little segue here. Let's get Matt and LP on to talk about them. This team is stacked by comparison to every other team in this group. Uh, Cavani, Suarez, Godin. There's a bunch of guys that can ball on this squad. Um, expectations are still kind of tempered, and I'm not 100 percent sure why they should comfortably get out of this group. Um, Suarez making his return to the international stage after you know his uh, his handball situation on the goal line in 2010. And then 2014, I forget who he bought, but he, uh, I forget which Italian he bought, but he definitely bought a bit someone. Um, Cellini. Yeah, thank you, thank you. So, oh, right, Sam, welcome back. So let's get Sam in here first, and then we'll go to Matt. What do you expect out of Uruguay? I mean, does this team have the legs to get all the way through? Um, I, I mean, obviously, they're the favorite in this group. Um, as you mentioned, they do have a lot of stars that are playing in big clubs in Europe, so they do have a lot of expectations. They had a good run in the qualifiers um, to the World Cup, um, and they're facing other teams other than, you know, Russia being the host nation. Again, as Dan said, they're ranked 70. Um, Saudi Arabia, they started off the first 10 minutes, 
really they were passing the ball fairly well and i was like wow this could be a game and but they were just outclassed in terms of size and and speed so uh obviously talking about egypt our uh, you know our, our country here uh, it's great news that your country going to be playing your country not our country <laughs> my, your country my country my country here um, and uh, everybody's happy that Mosala at least is going to be on the pitch. Nobody knows if he's going to start or not, or, or really how much he's going to he's going to um, accomplish. But at least him being there um, lifts up his teammates and, and honestly the rest of the nation. So that could be something that's going for the Egypt team tomorrow. Um, and it all really depends on how they um, they mark Suarez and and Cavani, and if they can the defense can you know, p- play a good game and, 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 and shut them down a little bit and we can put up some goal and, and Egypt can put up some goals. I'm hoping for that draw. All right, so it's okay. a wing, yeah, wing okay. and a prayer. Okay, okay, let's get LP in here. LP, let's not talk about Saudi Arabia. They got no chance to proceed. Who's going to who's gonna get out of this group? Give me give me a bold prediction. Who are, who are the two teams? There's, you there's no out? bold prediction here. Uruguay is the clear favorite in this group. There's, I mean, it's going to be a blowout tomorrow. Um, I don't think... I don't think Uruguay is going to drop a game to anybody in this group. Uh, I think Uruguay wins or runs away. All with right, it. so give me the second. Uh, I'm going to actually go Russia. Um, I think their five goal differential today got them on a good start. They're the host nation. Everyone's rooting for them. I don't think Egypt's going to have much of a fight. Um, unfortunately, I don't think uh, Saudi. So you're I mean, not giving them one win. No, no, I didn't say no. I've given Uruguay no losses. I think um, everybody's going to get a win against Saudi. I don't think I think Saudi yeah, goes go, go poo all the way Poor through. Saudi. If uh, Egypt plays like Saudi played today, I mean, you know, take that shirt off. Uh, there's there's no point. I mean, I guess it's an accomplishment that they made it since what 1990. 1990. Uh, that's right. Yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, little strides. Um, but when you're in the Africa Cup of Nations and you're in the finals, you know, pretty close to you know most times. Once and since 1990 is, is a pretty bad curse. Maybe maybe we've passed the DC curse. There's <laughs> there's that word. All right, all right. Let's let's move on. So you've got Ru- you've got what Uruguay and Russia. After all that, uh, is that what is basically summarized? Uh, that's, that that's who I have. All let right. me uh, let me chime in here just for a moment because you said you were going to go to Matt and then didn't go to Matt. But anyway, here we go. Okay, I will just I will just know. I think Uruguay and and uh, Russia come out and just as a point of reference. No World Cup hosting nation other than South Africa has ever not qualified for the round of 16. And I think with Russia's performance today, even if they tie Egypt going forward and and lose to Uruguay, they're through with four points. So I think, uh, yeah, I think Uruguay and Russia are the uh, are the two coming out. I actually think Russia won't make it, and I'll, I'll I I actually think Egypt's got a little bit more fight in them than people give them credit for. And frankly, yeah, they can start a new trend, you know, uh, of host nations back to back because Qatar ain't definitely going to make it out next time around. So, well, there was Brazil. Wait, so, uh, but hold on, no, you guys don't think that Mo Salah's shoulder is going to be targeted tomorrow in every game that he plays? You mean the one where he fell oh, on yeah. the left shoulder and then came up with a sling on the right? Or did I get it backwards? No, get out of here, man. No, no, it's on the left, man. It's, it's just Egyptian phantom pain, all right? He'll be fine. He'll, he's fine. Move on. Move on. But you don't think he's going to be targeted? Every, every be target. team is going to have one player assigned to just running next to Mosala poking that shoulder. LP, you've just been watching too much hockey. You've just been watching too much hockey. The problem is Uruguay's attack, the, the Egypt's, Egypt's back line has no hope to stop Uruguay's attack. I mean, all that's right, what we're all right, all right. Yeah, we know Uruguay's going to get out. Let's move on. Let's all move right. on. Group B, Portugal, Spain, Morocco, Iran. Uh, show of hands, anybody going to give Iran a win in this group? Anybody? No. Crickets. No. Anybody going to give no. Morocco a win in this group? 
Yes. Beat Iran. He might beat Iran. <laughs> okay, so one. So let's focus our conversation then on the two most likely to get out. Uh, I mean, almost certain to get out, Portugal and Spain. Dan, I know you're a big CR7 fan. Does he have the stamina to get through the entire tournament and replicate what he did a couple years back in the Euros? Can he bring a World Cup win to Portugal? He can. I don't know about the rest of his team. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they they were satisfied a little bit with that European Championship win. Um, I don't know if, how deep they're going to get into this tournament. Um, Spain, but Spain also has all the turmoil with their coach just getting fired, so they they could get a surprise loss in the, in the group. Um, so there's a little bit of question marks there, but I think they have enough depth and talent, um, you know, to. I'm picking them to get to the final four, but um, as far as Portugal, um, I don't know how deep they're going to go in the World Cup. Um, CR7 has a lot of miles on those legs, and he had, you know, a deep. You know, they've won the Champions League this year, so I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't think they're going to be going too deep beyond the group stage. All right, fair enough, Sandy. Let's let's get you in here on Spain. Uh, Isco, they got. I mean, they got Isco Silva. The, the team is seemingly always stacked and always very deep. Uh, but they also got one of the best netminders out there. I mean, this guy. Uh, I mean, had a fantastic run for United uh, this season. Um, and it, you know, if the goalie gets hot, not to borrow a term from hockey, but if he's hot, he's hot. You know, it, it's a lot less prevalent in soccer. Um, but let's talk about Spain here for a second. I mean, this is a team with, uh, you know, a week ago high high expectations. Then their manager goes kaput. Right and, and and it's turmoil and some frustration and we saw this before we saw this happen to France a week out bef- I think a week or ten days before the start of the last World Cup and they they flamed out in the group stage so I, I don't think this group is strong enough where Spain doesn't get through but what do you see for Spain and can they you know do you see them getting out of I mean obviously they get out of this group but can they challenge for the World Cup? Yeah, absolutely. I think. Uh their new coach is not looking. He already said he's not looking to change too much about what the uh, uh, the lineup, what the, the the target plan. And Spain always plays what Spain always plays. They'll keep the ball away from you, and they've got enough firepower all over the field, even from defense to to score at any point. So uh, I think they're the strongest team uh, in this group, regardless of uh, what Portugal did in the Euros. Um, I think Portugal got over a hump and they were really happy with winning the Euro. But when it comes to the World Cup, it's a whole different ballgame. And Spain has that experience. Uh, and uh, even though a little bit of the team is aging, uh, I think uh, they're going to still come out on top and they're going to go far regardless of uh, who's coaching because they're going to stick to their game plan. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about here about a little the team that's got 250 to 1 odds to win the World Cup, Morocco. Can anyone name a player on the Moroccan squad? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. How about the Iranian uh, if squad? If I had Group B as, uh, as, as my earliest, I mean, I would have done some research, but no. Yeah, I mean, I don't, don't want to spend... Are. I don't... Thank you, I know. You we don't know Nabil? How, does you guys, how do you guys not know Nabil? I don't know Nabil. And I also, I also have learned not to waste time Nabil. with things that don't matter. Let's just move right on. Spain I mean, and Portugal would get out. I'd imagine there's some... Some players on the Moroccan team that were French-born that are playing for Morocco. Yeah, but it feels a lot like the Germans that play for the American, uh, you know, for the American squad. It, it's they're not going to be good enough to get past these two teams. I don't care if they're playing a man down or two men down. Portugal and Spain should easily qualify out of this group to move on. 
Um, that being said, let's keep it moving. Let's go straight into Group C. France, Australia, Peru, Denmark. Matt, let's Joe, get you before in. we get to that group, hang yeah. on. Can we get can we get how about this narrative that Spain, in order to get potentially get into the quarterfinals, has got to play both CR7 and Messi at some point. There's a round of eight potential matchup against Argentina if they both make it through. I mean, that's pretty interesting, right? You have the two best players in a country, and that country's got to go up against them. Just well, we're interesting getting, narrative. We're getting a little ahead, ahead of ourselves here, but I'll tell okay. you what, I for one don't have Argentina getting out of the group, and, I, and I'll explain why when we get to D, but Let's talk okay. about C. Let's talk about we can C. Have this conversation. France, Australia. We will have that conversation. France, Australia, Peru, Denmark. Um, France I is mean. a France is a stud team. I remember when the rosters came out. Dan uh, Dan sent us a picture saying like, "How does this team fall?" Dan, are you still confident France is going to potentially yeah, win I mean, the World Cup? I mean, Didier Deschamps, their manager, did a good job of managing, you know, the characters that were harming. The, the national team, so no, no Sami Nasri, no um, Karim Benzema, all the guys that Breaks created the headaches, all the yeah, all the guys that created the headaches in the past were not put on the national team. So he really stripped out the team, put on a lot of young talent, and um, this team is ridiculous. It's basically like an NBA All Star team playing in a, in the regular season all year, all year, all, year, all season long so together. It's like the Warriors, um, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's the Warriors, but um, I think they have enough. You know, there's no ribbery anymore, but you have experienced guys that have been playing in the Champions League, like Antoine Griezmann, who's staying with Atletico de Madrid, just announced today. Um, and then you have, you know, guys like Pogba, Umtiti on the back line. You have Zembele. Like, they're they're, they're ridiculous. They're, they're ridiculous. They're super stacked. I actually read a statistic the other day that there's 49 French-born players that are playing in the World Cup, that whether they're playing for France or for another country. So the talent that's in France is just unbelievable. I think they, I, honestly, I think they're going to put it together this year and get to at least the quarter, the the semifinal. Um, they're they're the obviously the, the strong favorite. Well, tell me who team. who's your second team to come out of this group? I like Denmark. Um, Christian Eriksen in the middle in the midfield. Uh, you know, you know, obviously he's had an amazing few seasons with Tottenham. Um, Australia's weak. I mean, oh, don't say that. Don't say. Yeah, that. I mean, well, they, Cahill. They have Cahill. He's like a hundred years old. No, Mal, Mal Jeniak and and Aaron Mui. They, those guys can. Those both. Those boys can ball out too. Uh, this is a team that you know the Kangaroos or the Sunshine Kangaroos or whatever they're team name is i always thank you the soccer (laughs) thank you they always roll in and and exceed expectations i think this is i think they have a good chance of getting out of this group actually i disagree joe i think on the on the on the world stage they always tend to fall flat they uh whether it be confederations cup or any other sort of tournament that they're in they they always have that one game where they fought tooth and nail against the team they're not going to beat france right they're not going to beat france but they should be able to handle peru uh, and they should be able they should be able to hold their own also against Denmark. I think if they get out with one, you know what they're going to need a, 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 a win, a draw, and a, a loss in this group. Probably they're pretty evenly matched. I also agree with uh, with Dan's assessment. I think Denmark has got an, an interesting team with Eriksson and Schmeichel. Schmeichel, when he gets hot, I mean we saw what he did a couple years back for Leicester uh, in goal, but he he definitely had an off season uh, or two maybe even since then. But um, LP, you know who do you see getting out of this group? I have Peru as my surprise upset in this group. I think 
Peru hasn't crazy. been here in 36 years. Um, and this is the year uh, they break through. Okay. This is, <laughs> everyone, this is the year everyone breaks the curse, except for Egypt. Okay. All I right. have Peru. All right. Sandy? I'm going with France and Denmark out of this group. Yeah, safe I just don't think Australia has it. How about Sam? Sam, who you got coming out of this group? So, you know, I'm, I'm a, France obviously is going to be the be number one spot in the group. The second one, I'm a little to- it is a little toss-up uh, for me. Um, I think Peru could have a good run um, if they... Uh, I like it. Just stay know, with that. They, yeah, I think they, just, <laughs> they might have a good run. All right, so well, it's, it sounds like a lot of people. Know. The Danes yeah, are ahead. strong. It's just it, it's all going to be decided. You know, I like it's going to be decided the first game, Peru and Denmark. How that first game, the, the result of that game is going to decide how really the rest of the group is going to play out. I mean, one thing to know with Denmark is uh, Nicholas Bettner is out. You know, played for Arsenal for a long time, but he was their. He's 150 years old. It doesn't matter. I know, but he's. I mean, he's he's their number nine. He's up. You know. He's 100 they, they years lose, old. <laughs> they lose him for the tournament. I mean, he's was one of their main strikers. So, well, but look, I, I still think they have enough talent, um, especially in the midfield with, with uh, Christian Eriksen, to, to go through. I, I disagree. I think Australia gets through. I'm, I'm going France and the Aussies, but uh, let's keep it rolling. Group D. Group D. And I, I have a feeling we're going to disagree here. Uh, Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, and Nigeria. Um, I'm going to go first here. I think it's going to be Iceland. And Croatia that get out of this group. Uh, I love I love the Super Eagles. I love I love the Sorry. kit. I love the green and white. I want one for myself. Um, you know I, I can appreciate all the things that Messi is has been will continue to be, but Iceland and their run a couple years back. Uh, they're they're the capitals of soccer. Okay, they they are not supposed to be as good as they are. They are as good as. You know, we thought but the they were. The capitals are whatever. supposed to be as good as they are. Well, <laughs> wait, hey Joe, <laughs> not Joe, anymore. I'm gonna ask you, I'm gonna so, ask you a question. Are you so confident you that name, you'd be willing to? Put, go ahead. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say, can can you name one one person from this team that you know that's playing in a in a, in a, in a no. major league and like? I mean, only only so only Sig- uh, Sigurdsson, on right? And he's he's <laughs> playing for Everton, and he had a nice season. But no, the other the uh, nobody else is. But you know what? They weren't playing in the major leagues either. Uh, throughout, they weren't playing in major leagues either. Uh, a couple years back, when they had that crazy run uh, through the Euros, this is just a team that's really well coached, stays true to who they are. They they're they are very they're I mean, strategic counterattackers. And I mean, what's not to love about a story about a team that shouldn't be there or really shouldn't be excelling? I, that, I think they're going to hold they're, it they're, they're ranked twenty two. They're not terrible. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they got out of the group. I don't know if they'd get out over Argentina, but maybe they'd be the number two in the group. But I, I, think, I, would, uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see them get it out of get out of the group stage. I, I would love to see that actually, but not to say that they're gonna they're gonna beat Argentina and Argentina's not gonna get out of the group. That one, that's a little. Well, here, this honestly, is what we do here. We make bold people again. We, we, <laughs> we make bold predictions. Look, I I love look Alex Awobi, Arsenal guy. You know, I, I'm a big fan of his. Ian Nacho, I watch him all the time. With he plays for Leicester. Nigeria's got a fun team, all right, and they're going to go up and down. They're probably going to put in a ton of goals too. Um, but I, I'm just I'm just pulling for for uh, for the uh, the ICs, man. I, I just I, I love the story. I love the story. And frankly, I don't see how Messi Messi look like. It's kind of the parallel here between him and Ronaldo, I think, comes full circle. Like, he can't do it by himself. Uh, Serge Aguero is a, a million years old at this point, and Di Maria hasn't played like himself in. Yeah, but they have Diabala, who's 
a stud. I think he's going to come on in the tournament. I mean, I'll, I'll swing it to Sam. He's a Juventus fan. You could talk a little bit more about Paolo. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think that uh, the, the kid is now at, at his prime um, with the cast that he has. Uh, and and the, the team is just star-studded. And I don't think that we have to always bring what happened in the past and, and kind of doom this team forever um, in terms of their performance and if they ever gonna live up to the hype that they're you know they're supposed to to live up to um they it's there's a lot of competition i mean you, you got west germany you got uh sorry not west, germany. west I germany i was just watching i was just watching <laughs> no, uh, video. 1974 actually um I, I was just watching some highlights no but germany who's who's constantly after brazil that they have to beat spain and and these are like the top five teams and it, it's tough I think they're going to advance deep into um, the tournament, um, but I, I I don't know if they'll you know that winning the whole thing is going to be very tough for this year for any team. There's just so much competition. I mean, I I but don't I'd see like it. To I, see I Nigeria think, coming. Yeah, I mean, Nigeria's coming, uh, ballers, man. But I'll just tell you my my thought on Argentina. Like to me, Messi on the international stage, he just you know to 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 pull a parallel from another sport. He's Charles Barkley. He's a freak. He's a stud. He's a complete and an amazing, amazing, amazing stud. But he can't get it done on the biggest stage. And and you know, there's that a million reasons so as to why. Old. I mean, he's that he's getting it so done. His team's old. not. Yeah. Did you watch the World Cup last? I, year? I watched Ronaldo carry a Portugal team on one leg to a to a Euro win. The Euros are a different beast. The okay. Euro. Look, first of all. Yeah, okay. You don't I would argue that the Euros are actually tougher. I think than it's the World I think Cup. it's tougher than the World Cup because you don't get yeah. you don't get to beat you, up bro. on these teams. You don't get to no, beat up I, on uh, Japan, Saudi Arabia, and Korea. But yeah. I disagree. When you get to the and semifinals Egypt. and finals, you're playing different styles. Oftentimes in Europe, you're playing sort of very similar styles. Okay, for the most part. Obviously, there's there's some unique like Spain is unique, for example. But in 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 the in the World Cup, you know when you're up against Germany, right? And 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 then before that, you're facing, you know, Turkey or whoever you're facing. Like his route to the World Cup, his route to the final. I mean, was single-handedly one of the most impressive runs any one player has had. And I actually think, oftentimes, to win the World Cup, that's often what it takes. And I'm telling you, Messi's got it in him this year. They're my dark horse to win it. Actually, I think Argentina. How can they, be, how can they be a dark horse? Uh, but okay, fine. Because fine. I'll tell you, they're okay. No, hang on. They're a dark horse because of who they have to get through. On that side of the on that side of the bracket, they've either got to play a Portugal or Spain winner or loser, right? They've got to play Germany. They've got to play uh, Colombia on that side. They're not going to get past side, any of those teams. That's the thing. You, you guys also have to take in consideration a lot how the draw plays out because that that what really could help a lot of teams progress deep into a tournament or not, or when they have to play, you know, some of these top other teams in 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 the you know the round of uh, sixteen. Um, in the quarter, in the quarterfinals, it's it tough. So the, the draw has to do a lot with it as well. Let's get LP yeah. in here. LP, who's going to get out of this stage? Give me two. Uh, I can't pick against Nigeria. Every time I see Nigeria play, <laughs> it's the kits, man. It, Everyone loves those kits. Okay, Nigeria and they're they're, they're faster than everybody. That's just plain and simple. They're Iceland. super fast. Say Iceland. And Say if, Iceland. Oh, Dude, no. I love to see. Dude, I love Argentina. To see that kid. I'll never get a best get All right. against Messi. All right, all right, Sam. I will say, Sam. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Actually, Sandy, let's get Sandy in here. Who are you two to get out of this group? Nobody's picking Croatia. Of course, I'm going with Croatia. Are you guys kidding me? I can't believe nobody's talking about Croatia. Argentina, Croatia, hands down, getting through this. Iceland caught people. 
off guard before. Everybody knows who they are. Their cheer is great. Yeah, that's all over with this World Cup. Sorry. Does Croatia have the legs to get beat? Hold on, hold on. Rakitic, come on. Like, nobody's giving Croatia any credit. Croatia's midfield is insane. Modric, yeah. Rakitic, you got Mandzukic. Okay. Agree. Yeah. So nobody's. Agree. I'm, I'm the only one on Iceland. I got it. I got it. I'm the only one on Iceland. <laughs> okay. I, I will say that often there's one surprise African team that makes the quarters or even the semis. If there were one that I would pick from the five, Nigeria would be it. Don't say but, it. Uh. But I'm saying it's Argentina and Croatia, and it can't be anybody else out of this group. It's so boring. All right, fine. Let's keep let's keep going here. Group, you pick Nigeria over Senegal. Disagree, but we'll get there. We'll get. We're yeah, getting there. What about Egypt? Yeah, too? Senegal. Egypt has got no chance. Just put you it. You guys to have rest, heard man. my stance on Egypt. Group, yeah, <laughs> group E: Brazil, Switzerland, Costa Rica, Serbia. Anybody got Serbia getting out of this group? No. All right, let's not Actually, talk about um, them. And I'll tell you why. They're strong, man. There's a lot of analysts that are saying that they are. They're inconsistently strong. Agree. So they whoop a team like Bolivia, then they lose to Chile. They beat Nigeria, they lose to Morocco. Like, come on. Look, well, let's, team, let's, set, let's set the table here for this group. Brazil is highly likely to get out. Is Brazil good enough to win the World Cup? Is Neymar healthy yes. enough to get it done? Is anyone going to disagree that they, they aren't probably, I mean, they got to be the front runners. I don't think they're the front runners, but I think people aren't talking about them enough where they typically are choosing them as the front runner. I think Germany's getting a lot of attention. I think France is getting a lot of attention. Spain was getting a lot of attention. Now it's just shaky because of uh, the coaching change. But in all the other previous predictions, they were picked to go and nobody was talking about Brazil. I think Brazil is going to come out on fire. They got caught with their pants down in the last World Cup because Germany did a lot of statistical analysis because they knew they were going to face them and they were ready for them. I don't think that's going to happen again this year. Uh, I think they're they're going to be very well uh, trained. They've got an amazing squad. They're going to come out of this group with all nine points. How? Who do you see challenge? Who's who's coming out with them? Who's your second team? Switzerland. Switzerland. And I know they're not fun to watch. I know they're so boring, boring. but they are the strongest, hottest team coming into this. Uh, everybody's talking about Costa Rica. Again, Switzerland's not getting enough credit because they're not fun to watch. But right. they're sound. They tied with Spain. I think you're crazy. They, I think you're crazy, but Matt's dying to get in here on Serbia. Tell us why uh, Serbia whooped, gets out. They whooped Panama, <laughs> who, who beat the U.S. to get in. So <laughs> two, two, at that. two points on this group. First of all, Conmebol qualifying is definitely the hardest of all conferences, and Brazil dominated this year, I mean, they weren't messing around in qualifying. They were ahead of, I think, Uruguay was second by at least 10 points in qualifying. They had the top place sewed up. Brazil is, is here to play, and I think they're very real. I think Brazil definitely comes out. Secondly, Con- uh, CONCACAF. I know people aren't strong on CONCACAF, but in the last World Cup, three out of the four teams made it into the, qual- into the round of 16. Costa Rica is very strong. Costa Rica comes out of this group as the number two. Uh, Costa Rica is probably, in my opinion, the best CONCACAF team there is right now. Uh, and I, that includes Mexico. And obviously, we won't even talk about the team that didn't make it because they didn't make it. So, but I actually, so I say Brazil, I say Brazil, Costa Rica. And I think Costa Rica is going to be a lot of fun to watch. So, um, yeah, that's my. LP, who are your two? I have to completely agree with Matt the Met over there. Um, Costa Rica is a team that we've seen a lot over here. Um, and I, I think they're too good to not get out of this round. And I have Brazil as my favorite to win it all. 
Sam, how about you? Who gets out of this group? Um, Brazil definitely is going to take the top spot um, for me. Um, I'm thinking that uh, potentially maybe uh, Serbia might actually be the dark horse in this group. Yeah, I, I don't um, know if they're a dark horse. I mean, they're they're a good team. It was a little tongue in cheek what I was saying before, but they're. I mean, Kolarov is a baller. I mean, uh, you know, th- they got some big defenders too. This I don't see this team. I don't see Serbia giving up. Uh, I don't even. I don't see them giving up two, even to Brazil. They're just they're a solid squad. You know, can they score is the question, and because they definitely struggled coming in, uh, putting up putting up goals. So it'll be interesting to see if Serbia can get out. But it sounds like you got okay. So you got Brazil, Serbia, Dan. Who are the two going to get out? Yeah, Brazil. Obviously, they're they have they're smelled the blood in the water from being embarrassed in the last World Cup. I think I'm picking them to be in the final. Um, and then I'm I love Costa Rica as well. I'm uh, Navas is you know had amazing experience the last few years in, in the Champions League with Real Madrid and they play well together um, they've been together for this unit's been together for a couple World Cups now and um, uh, yeah that's those are my two I'll Brazil tell you one one player that I, I'm going to be interested to watch though is Shakiri. Uh, I mean this is a guy who the last World Cup really captivated not just the last, last World Cup and in the Euros played out of his mind and then just basically went to sleep when he got to Arsenal um, and now he's at Stoke. So, you know, he, he's one of these guys that, for whatever reason, doesn't doesn't do a whole lot for club, but does a lot for country. So, you know, that's another Liverpool's one. trying to pick him up. Yeah, and he's a good ad. I mean, he's a he's a good player, but on the international stage, he just does so much more for the squad. Yeah. So it'll, it'll Salah be, is on his way to Barcelona. It's uh, Oh, my. Okay. Really? <laughs> do, are you buying that? Is anyone buying that? I am now with no. Griezmann not going. Salah no. his way to Barca. No, I'm telling you. Every decent player gets a uh, news uh, flash about them right. going to Barca. Just, <laughs> no, right. he's he's too similar to Met. Like same style as Messi. I don't think that. Yeah, what would, would they mesh. do? Yeah, I think he would be fine. I just don't see it happening. Why would he leave Liverpool? He's he's a he's a folk hero mm-hmm. now. But Group F because he wants to win. Yeah, well, he'll get his <laughs> shot. Liverpool. Look 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 at where Liverpool was. Just you know, four or five seasons ago, where they are now. I mean, they're uh, that that you know that bar is trending upwards a hundred percent. But um, enough most all talk, man. Jeez, Group F, Group F: Germany, Mexico, Sweden, and uh, one of the Korea. Uh, it's got to be South Korea. I don't South, think yeah. South Korea. Yeah, North Korea. Yeah. No way. Um, all right, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go. LP, who's coming out of this group? Uh, this is a tough one. I'm going to go Germany, Mexico. Um, Mexico is, is another strong team um, this year coming out of CONCACAF. Um, so, and, and Germany is young, and they've got young players, but they're still one of the favorites. So can't ever get a bet against Germany either. So I'll tell you, for me, Mexico is, is one of the teams to beat. I think, you know, if we're talking about long shots or dark horses, I, I love the way Eltree plays. I, lo- I love the way that they've kind of come through this um, and, and qualified. I, I mean, it was there were some patches there, coach changes, blah 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 blah. At the end of it, they're a pretty good team. I mean, the the days of Dos Santos and uh, and uh, what's his face, uh, uh, Chicharito. I mean, th- that's all over now. Like these, this is a completely new squad. They can score in bunches. They can somewhat defend consistently. I, I actually really like them. I think they're a ton of fun to watch. And that pains me to say, obviously, as a as an American cheering for the the Outlaws, who again didn't qualify. So. Um, let's go to Sani. Who do you see coming out of this group? I think it's going to be consensus Germany, Mexico. I just don't think Sweden has really much even coming into this tournament. 
uh, and South Korea. I don't know. <laughs> no chance. Pass. It's not unless it was being played in South Korea again. There's no chance. They had their run when they were the home team. Um, I would actually pick Mexico if there wasn't in a group with Germany to to be on top of uh, many of the other uh, group leaders. That, uh, I agree with you. So I agree with you, Matt. Who you got coming out of this one? So this is actually an interesting group because I actually find this group and the next group, Group G, to be the hardest two groups to call. But you're asking about this group. I think definitely Germany is the obvious one. I keep teetering between Mexico and Sweden. It really depends on what kind of Sweden we're going to see come play. Sweden has never played as well as they have since yeah, Ibrahimovic left. I mean, they're actually they're on fire. They're yeah, on fire. They look they look really good and really united. I mean, for once, like, I mean. It, it really is addition by subtraction. So this team could really surprise you. And we've seen Mexico kind of flame out. But I will say what, the last 10 World Cups, they make it to the round of 16. And they, they you often lose in the round of 16. But I think this year, if they make round of 16, they'll at least make the quarters, if not, and if not the semis also, just because Group H is so terrible. So I'm going out and I'm saying... Germany, Mexico, even though I really want to say Sweden, but I'm saying Germany, Mexico. Dan, how about you? I'm picking Sweden. They've been on fire. Um, like Matt was saying, addition by subtraction. They, they, The coach decided, hey, we're not going to keep – Zlatan wasn't here with us as we were qualifying, so we're not going to add him to the roster. It's a young core. They're they're playing out of their minds. They knocked Italy out um, in the qualifications in the, in the last qualifying game. Um, I'm picking them. I, I like them a lot. And obviously, Germany's. You think Sweden insane. can win the group? No, no. Ger- Germany's. Uh, I'll tell you this: Germany is unbelievable. They won the Confederations Cup last year with like zero players that mm-hmm. are going to be playing on the World Cup team. Like, aside from like Draxler and, um, I honestly think Ter Stegen should be in in the goal. But um, aside from that, back to my original point: they won the Confederations Cup with none of their big players. This team is unbelievable. They're the San Antonio Spurs of, of soccer. So you guys saying they're you guys saying they're bu- they're balling out playing, but uh, the last they haven't won since January 11th in international yeah, competition, like international friendlies, and they lost two and then they drew two. So I don't know where that streak is coming from. For for Germany? No, no. I was talking about Sweden. Sweden. Oh, their qualifying streak was impressive. I don't pay put any attention into the friendlies that were just played personally. But yeah, the, their qualification what route wasn't easy, and they came through it. And they actually play. I mean, and they had a chance to add Zlatan back in, and they made the decision not to. And I think that's the best terrible decision. Desi- no, it's terrible for all of us. Why, that, man? That love he's him. balling. Are you kidding? Yeah, he's lighting he's, up the okay. galaxy. He's lighting up the MLS. Right, guys. That's yeah. like that's like lighting up Sam, Little League. All right? Sam, Just let's, let's, Sam, who I you mean, got? Who you got coming out of this group, Sam? You, that, so um, definitely Germany will be the top spot. Uh, I'm I'm also teeter tattering between Mexico and Sweden. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to honestly see Sweden uh, qualify. Um, although I want, I got to I got to root for Concacaf. So that's that's the tough part. You don't have uh, to root for CONCACAF. Actually, I, I actively I do, root man. against I, I like them. Yeah, I don't support. get I like that. Support. This is like cheering like for the Eagles because they're in like the division. The... Can't do that. Uh, no, no. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got we all, so everyone's got the same Sweet. two Sweet. except – All right, so we got Sweet. two. All right. I don't know. I think we're split. Sweden we're split. and Mexico oh. for the second spot. We're split. So, all right. so Sweden did what the U.S. was supposed to do. Play your young players and 
retire the oldies. Listen, we can we can that. have a five minute segment. <laughs> we can all. The U.S. did the opposite. Bring in an old coach who didn't have success the first time. Maybe we'll have success the second time. Yeah, yeah and rely on Dempsey Let's... and Bum Bum Altador. Hey, hey, they 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 just that Altidore's young squad like just uh, tied uh, Warhorse France over here. So, what happened with the alternate World Cup? tournament that italy and the united states was going to play in that so should happen by the way chile we italy, need an nit yeah we yeah this is the nit absolutely it'd be i'd watch i'd go watch absolutely everybody would watch it what they should do yeah. is they should hold that tournament the year before the world cup and let the winner in or like have a play-in so so like dumb dumb saudi arabia doesn't just automatically get to qualify Ranked to five million. Oh, we're gonna get more dumb dumb Saudi yeah, Arabia with the, the new forty eighteen format coming up. <laughs> that's true. Actually, it's we gonna talk about that. We should talk about that. The tournament, but you know what? I think if you don't win one game in the first round, you shouldn't you shouldn't qualify for the next round automatically. You should <laughs> oh, just be like relegated. Freaking bringing the bringing the hammer down. <laughs> that's cruel, man. Yeah, yeah man. but I think mean, about it. Four, at least at least draw one game. But that's a four-year difference. I mean, yeah. there's a lot. This is a whole different team. It's not like a, a every season or every year kind of thing. How does the uh, qualifications work, or for the host countries for the uh, the next or 2026? Does that mean Mexico, Canada, I and think, the U.S. all get in? I think that's yeah, what's because happening. the field there'll be 70 teams in the it. field. Yeah, I mean, with 48 teams, yeah, everybody's gonna let get three in. It's terrible. Does we anyone know how many people try out for the Canadian soccer team? I mean, is there a chance that we can somehow get Canadian citizenship and be on that team? <laughs> I mean, I think between the four or five of us, have, I think I don't know if they have a soccer team. They don't have a military, or maybe they don't have a military. They have a soccer team. I'm not sure. Let's finish this up. We're on Group G. Uh, hang on, before, before we, we move on to Germany, Belgium. I got to put in a plug for SAP, and uh, oh. and the, the reason Germany is so good is because. They do a whole lot of statistical analysis on the teams that they know they're going to face, which is exactly this why is terrible they whooped Brazil. Thank That's you. I'm just telling you. Thank you so much. Wonderful product. Germany runs SAP. Great. Got it. SAP group, runs Germany. Group, <laughs> group G. Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, and uh, England. Judd. Belgium, Joe's, England, Joe's, just skipped. Joe just got a tent in his pants. I, Belgium, I did, yeah. I did, and it's it's uh, we can all fit inside too. Uh, Belgium is going to handily win this group, and I got England. Yes. I got them coming out finally, winning and getting out of a group, uh, changing recent history. Only because they got lucky. They definitely got lucky. I'm not going to disagree there, but you know we were just talking about youth movements. And England is going through one of their own right now. I mean, uh, Harry Kane can ball with the best of them. Raheem Sterling is a baller himself. Uh, this team is stacked to me up up front. They no, got a Deli lot. Alley. Come on. They got well. Look, they got speed. They got speed across their front line and their mid. Rashford. They're, they're I mean, a they little leaky of- on the back, right? And I, you know, and I, that would also describe Belgium, to be honest. But I think both of these hey, teams don't, are. Don't solid. throw shade at my boy Gary Cahill, Chelsea. Uh, right here. How how old is he? How old is he? Uh, I think he's thirty. Yeah. Okay. So he's look. Uh, here's a hypothetical for you guys for this group. Then, what if Panama was replaced with the United States? Uh, I like really what it should have been. Like, ah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. Group wasn't supposed death. to make it out of the I'd group. I'd still last go time. with England. Me to, too. To, Me too. Yeah. This this team is is a lot different. It plays a lot different, and frankly, they're all more experienced. These are a lot of these players are playing in the EPL, the best league in the world. 
Um, and, and before you, it, La Liga doesn't stack they up. They say that the every doesn't. year, Joe. No, this is this is different. This is because you know what? In years past, the team has been older. It's skewed older. This is a young team. It's one of the youngest teams that England's ever sent to the tournament. I like them to get out personally. And Belgium, you know, Belgium, they they've been riding a nice wave of youth movement of their own through the last two World Cups. You got to think that the experience they gained the last time out is going to benefit them here. Uh, you know, losing a veteran like uh, like Vincent Company is going to it's going to change things for them a little bit on that back line. But I still think they're 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 going to be okay. Kevin De Bruyne, uh, I mean Hazard, Lukaku, they can get goals from anywhere in their front four or five even. So I think these are the Hazard, two teams. don't forget about Hazard. Hazard. I'm not a I'm not a big Hazard. I'm not a big Eden guy. I'm just not. I think he pouts too much. He's just got he's too much what? bitch mode on, on the pitch. He's, yeah. He's still got the skills. I'm just, I know he's got skills. I'm just saying like for me, I, I he's not a guy that I, I zero in on. He's not must watch for me. But um you know the other two teams, Panama and uh and Tunisia, I just I just don't see how they can I mean, maybe Panama because they got some speed on the on the wings in particular, but I got Belgium and England, and I, I don't think this one's going to be close. Um, let's go and let's change the order up here. Let's go LP first. Uh, this this one um, this group I I think is over. I I'm still daydreaming about when um, Sandman said that uh, the U.S. would replace Panama in this group, <laughs> um, and, I, and I can't stop thinking about that. But no, really, I got Belgium and England. Uh, it's an easy one for me. Let's go, Sandy. Belgium, England. Uh, although I think Tunisia is gonna, they're gonna give people a run for their money. Will they? Will they win one? Nobody's. Game? No, but they might tie and make the group interesting. All right, but you're not. You wouldn't put money on it. No. All right, Matt. Who you got coming out? Uh, Belgium and England. It's hard to go against those two. I do agree with Sandy. I think Tunisia plays a, a fun brand of soccer. I think. Uh, what was it? I think in the last World Cup they gave Germany a run for their money, didn't they? I mean, like. Uh, double overtime game, or, or I mean, excuse me, an overtime game before they uh, they lost. They could have completely shaken up the last World Cup. I think, yeah, All Belgium, right. England, but interesting games. I think even Panama, I think, can play some good soccer. It'll be it'll be interesting. Sam, who's coming out of this group? Belgium and going deep, and then England would be second. England's got uh, a lot of young talent on that team for them not to qualify to the How next stage. deep? How deep is uh, Belgium going to go? Belgium, I think they'll definitely go into the semifinals. Okay, uh, that something. means they're beating Brazil in the round of eight. In they the can quarters. do it. Uh, you know what? They have they have the they have the skill to do it. Okay. If anybody can do it, these guys might be able to. Dan, who you got coming out of the group? Um, yeah, no brainer. Uh, Belgium and England. Um, I think with England, Deli Ali might be one of the candidates for young player of the tournament. Him and uh, Mbappe. I mean, Deli Ali is lighting up the world. Um, Belgium is like Chelsea's feeder squad, so um, I'm going to be following him very closely throughout the tournament. They got Thibaut Courtois, who was our goalkeeper. Um, hours. Did Hazard. An hour, anything. This is the third it's reference hours. to Chelsea you've made now. It's our right, um, but yeah, no. I mean, this is this. If they don't go to the semi, this World Cup, I don't know. That'd be the end of this group. So, am I still? Am I the only one still cursing Wondolowski? By the way, <laughs> no, I'm there with you too. Final group, oh um, Group H. Dan, Poland, Senegal, Colombia, Japan. Give me two, and give me a, a reach. I mean, this is the most poo-poo group in the World Cup history. I mean, wait, this, yeah. there's I, a group H. This yeah. is 
This is the worst. What if they all tie? What happens if all the teams huh? tie every game? What happens then? Actually, well, that's what makes it competitive. They're all kind of in the same mix, but there's no like really strong teams that like the, the traditional France's, Italy's, um, Brazil's, no. but it's going to be the, be the th- favorite. Colombia has got to be the favorite, but that, you're right. Know, the rest yeah, of them, Poland, Lewandowski, like that, they're, they're, they're going to be strong too. Um, but yeah, the, this is the one that can go anywhere. This group, um, I don't know about J- Japan too much, but Senegal's got, you know, Saudi Omani. Um, that's it. Two, the two I'm picking are Colombia and Poland. Colombia and Poland. All right, Matt, who you got coming out? God, I hate agreeing with everybody. Colombia and Poland is what I've got too. Uh, although Senegal, I think, could be uh, a surprise team here. Japan had a terrible run. I'm not expecting anything from them. Colombia, Poland. The uh, Sani, who you got? I'm going Colombia, Senegal. Why Senegal? Senegal. Just because? Because I, I think they're they're strong coming out of Africa. I think they uh, they they already tooled up against the the competition they're going to play. They they tooled against Korea and, and beat them handily, preparing for Japan. I think they'll get a win there, and uh, and I think they'll probably tie with Poland and maybe lose to Colombia, but come out on goal differential against Poland. All right, and Sam, who you got? So I have Colombia, and I actually have uh, Senegal also coming out of that group. Um, I like uh, Mane. Um, I think he's a good good scorer up top. He's a good threat. Um, and I, I just don't think, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if, uh, if uh, Lewandowski's got the, the squad behind them this year to, to make it to the next round. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment. I mean, Senegal, for those that you know didn't watch them closely, I mean, they won four of six in their qualifying run. They tied the other two. And then they had that terrible South Africa situation where they got penalized for a handball and, and, and um, South Africa was awarded a penalty, which they ended up netting and winning that game. And then they had to come back and basically beat them 2-0 uh, on the road to, to, you know, to maintain their run. Uh, this team has bounced back a couple of different times. They actually held their own as well the last um, the last two African tournaments. I think they're going to surprise some people with uh, with what they can do tactically, um, you know, and they can score up front. I mean, Mane, we saw we saw what he could do um, consistently for Liverpool all season long. So it'll be interesting to see. And Colombia is the other team. I mean, we saw you know we saw what Rodriguez is capable of the last World Cup. He got paid big time after, and he went to Real and kind of flamed out. As can you know. He's, uh, he's at Munich now. Um, and Ramadal Falcao, man, like a, the cult hero of all FIFA players everywhere who can score goals from anywhere in a video game but seemingly in real life can't stay upright. So this will be an interesting team to watch for sure as well. But, yeah, Group H is historically bad. Um, even looking back at, at some of the past World Cup draws, like there isn't, there hasn't been one that's this poo-poo that I can recall in recent history. But, um, you know, let's go around the horn here. Give me... As we start to close down, give me a team. I didn't get to go there, Joe. Thanks for uh, forgetting me. Okay, are you still are you still daydreaming about the U.S. I'm, or do you have do you have I'm a pick done with that? I've I've made my bold predictions here. I'm going to go with Japan. Japan is going to be overlooked by everybody and come out second in this division or in this group. Um, they got two players uh, who are pronounce uh, their names. Shinji and Shinji. <laughs> Both of them are Shinjis. One plays in Dortmund. 
Do you know um, that Japan was the only team to qualify for the World Cup that didn't score a goal off a header? Uh, I guess that happened. Even Saudi Arabia got one. Got one. That sounds racist somehow, Joe. Oh, it is. It is. The average average height is not working in their favor. Yeah, same same problem on the Egyptian team and the Saudi Arabian team, see, for that matter. I know. Do you see how small the Saudis today look compared to the rest of them? They're terrible. Like, somebody's just got to look at the draw and say, you know what, they're just not good enough. Get out of here. Like, sorry, you know, please just let another team in here that, that maybe can... You know, hold their that's own. That's what I was saying. Yeah. That's why I was but, saying this whole relegation thing. You know, might be should be thought a little bit. Well, okay, hey, let's. Mister uh, Down Under, Japan finished ahead of Australia in, in qualifying. So, Mister, I'm picking Down Under to, to win this, the the World Cup. I didn't, yeah, I didn't say they were going to win the World Cup. I, that's not what. That, I said. That's what I heard. That's not what I said. I will tell you my. Well, I'll start. Let me go as we close out the show here. I think it's going to be Belgium. I, I don't know how they're going to get there. I don't know who they're going to face. I, I just like them. I had them the last time around, too. There's just This is an emotional hedge. Okay, I don't want to see the same three teams that make it through. I have no Absolutely. rooting interest for a specific team now that the U.S., or several months ago, the U.S. failed to qualify. So I want to see Belgium do it. I, I want to see a different team you know, get through and challenge. Uh, I would, uh, you know, there's a, I'm, I'm always torn with Mexico in particular being the, 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 you know, the number one rival of the U.S., like I want to see them move on, but not necessarily win. Belgium is kind of my team, uh, and and I, you know, it's odd to say England as a dark horse, but I really do like that squad, and it's uh, it's young. I think they're we'll we'll learn a lot from them the first time they step out on the pitch, and we'll see how they hold their own. But that's a team that if they get hot, I, I don't see anybody. I mean, they can they can hang with anybody. So those are kind of my two that I'm watching and kind of rooting for. Um, Matt, who you got? Who's your favorite to win it? And give me somebody that you're, you know, on the low key or undercover kind of rooting for to see him uh, pull it out. So um, it's no secret that I love Barca and I really do want to see Lionel Messi get the World Cup. And I do, uh, I think Argentina, I think he can do it. I actually don't think that there's a team that's far and above anyone else uh, this year. And that's why I think he can really make that special run. And he's that special kind of player. He did it four years ago, and I think I, I don't think his legacy is tainted if he doesn't get it, but I just think it solidifies that he's the best player of our generation if he does. So, um, the best player um, of our generation. Yes, by far. Oh, by uh, far also. Okay. Yes, yes, by far, yes. And, Charles and Sorry, Barclay. Dan. Charles Barkley, that's right. Uh, so Argentina is the is sort of my my uh, the the my Argentina is my pick. Um, and I do think uh, I do think Brazil is is always the team to watch. I, I think that's just going to be. Um, that's boring. Give you, me a team. Give me a, give me some of that. Someone else. Someone else. The, unfortunately, the World Cup just doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Like you're gonna get you're gonna get your four your your four to six teams. It's the same players. Um, I'm I'm actually thinking it's an Argentina Brazil final. Oh, God, I hope that doesn't happen. I know. Sandman. Me either. Me Sandman. Either. Give me your top. Who's gonna win it and who you want to win it. And don't say Egypt. Please don't say Egypt. <laughs> hey, what, why can't I say Egypt? You know, it's no who I who I think is going to win it. Uh, and I agree with Matt in the fact that uh, listen, the World Cup is just like college football. At the end of the day, it's the same teams that are going to get all the way to the final. There may be a couple of Cinderellas that make a great run. I think Brazil uh, uh, or Germany are, are my. Uh, most probable to actually win. Um, 
I think Portugal has the best uh, chance that they've had in a very long time this year, but I still don't think they're going to do it. Um, but uh, who I'd love to see go all the way, I, I agree with Joe, Belgium. I think Belgium's got a very exciting team, and they've been playing great. And uh, it, it'd be cool to see, you know, somebody not from the old guard uh, take it home. But Preach. at the end of the day, the cream rises to the top. Uh, just like we see in college football every year, except and, uh, except Italy didn't qualify, so well this that then be... means there's not going to be uh, drama awards handed out. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. <laughs> uh, LP, who you got? Give me give me your winner and your long shot, or your emotional uh, edge. Yeah, I'm I'm a secret Brazil fan. It's just been one of those things from the original Ronaldo back in 1994. Kind of got <laughs> me hooked. The the original. Um, except for the last World Cup where Brazil was in the same group as the U.S. Um, I don't really have a, a true rooting interest in this World Cup, just kind of uh, an outside spectator now that my, my team didn't qualify. Um, uh, but my, my dark horse, um, you know, I, I just think it's going to be someone from South America. So, uh, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't think Argentina is a dark horse, but um, they'd, they'd be my runner-up. Third would be France. Oh, wow! I'm surprised we haven't had a, a, somebody pick a France yet, but I, maybe maybe Dan will. Um, let's. But before we go to Dan, let's go to Sam. Who you got winning this whole thing in your uh, emotional hedge? So consensus seems to be that uh, Brazil is going to be in the final. I have them as well going in the final. I think on the other side, it's going to be Spain. Um, with the way that they're playing, their tactical game, their ball possession. These they don't guys have a like manager. possess the ball. It doesn't matter. The manager is a one. former player. The, the thing is about Spain is that they have there are two important things that they do all the time is that they maintain possession. That's their main goal. And when they lose the ball, they attack and they try to get the ball back as fast as possible. Um, that's why they have so they control and dominate the game. So I think it's going to be Spain, Brazil. It's going to be a toss up. Who's going to win that? Um, well, who I'd like to see? I'd like to see Belgium. Or Uruguay actually make it through um, to the final, just like you guys. I want to see. I want to see somebody who hasn't had a star yet on their jersey put one. I like put it. Uruguay. I like it. Damn. Uruguay's got two. Uruguay does have two, but not in modern I mean, era. No, no, I mean, I'm those saying, are uh, a million years old. Yeah. Belgium doesn't. In the 30s. No. That's right. Yeah. Dan. No biting donkeys in the final. Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan. Dan. Um, Dan. Yeah, Dan. My, my final four on the left side of the bracket. I have Brazil and France and. Right side, I got Germany and Spain. Um, I Chalk. think this is Brazil's year. I think, I mean, not to say it's that it's always it, Brazil's year. It's always Brazil's year, but I think this is the year that the batons passed from Messi and Ronaldo to, to Neymar. Um, I mean, I think last World Cup in Brazil was Brazil's year. It was supposed yeah, it to. Be. It just. <laughs> um, I think they smell blood in the water when they want revenge. Um, I must my final. It's it's the, the matchup of. Is that matchup of uh, that blowout seven one? I'm surprised 15. you didn't take France. I'm surprised you you don't, you're not more confident that France actually has the uh, the ability to win this thing. I think they do, but I think, I think Brazil is really motivated after being embarrassed on the world stage uh, in their home country. I think that's going to be in the back of their mind the entire tournament. So um, I'm that's why I'm going with that emotional pull that they're going to have that motivation um, and. On the other side, Germany is like they're unbelievable. Like they're they're not as fun to watch, but they're so clinical. Again, like they're the San Antonio Spurs of, of world soccer. 
they do everything right. Yogi Love always has them prepared. Um, you know, even like I said, the Confederations Cup last year, no one expected them to win that tournament. They did easily. Um, and they, you know, they sprinkled in Draxler and Goretzka. Those guys are going to be strong in this tournament. Um, that's my final, but I have Brazil. And my 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 emotional uh, follows throughout the tournament, I guess, would be Portugal. Obviously, I love Cristiano Ronaldo. They got the they got the cross on their crest, rooting for that. Um, but uh, England, uh, I mean, I I love. I mean, after Brexit, they the country needs to pick me up. So. Um, they got a cross too. <laughs> uh, I love yeah. how I love how Dan crosses the streams. Dan, tell me about the broadcast. What did you think of Fox's broadcast? Now that they got their skeleton oh crew, gosh. skeleton I, crew. I, I know this is salty on, for you, but you know, just... on end about you know Fox taking over the broadcast rights. The 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 crew this morning was horrendous. I, I don't even know who the, who was calling the game, but I need Ian Dark back. He's my favorite. Yeah. He's amazing and. Martin Tyler, like those are the guys I want to hear calling the games, and I don't know what Fox is doing, but it's like, what Fox what was is doing. Was the level of play sending. from Saudi. Or we the watched broadcast? the Federations Cup last year. Me, Joe, and <laughs> that's I. That's a good question. About the coverage, it was horrendous. Like, hey Dan, Dan, I, mean, I have a solution for you. Listen to it yeah. in Spanish. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that I, is actually, the we watched on. we watched Univision today at the office for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Alexi Wallace is the mainstay, obviously, from ESPN, but. I miss like like the last World Cup in Brazil, like Marco Balic, Ruud van Nesselrooy. Those guys were awesome in the studio, and that's right. This year, and like, Men in Blazers, and and the two yeah, uh, and Men in Blazers, yeah, great. Like the 2014 yeah. World Cup coverage was probably the best I've ever seen. Like watching many World Cups, like oh, great. I, also, I could never get enough of Bob, Bob Lee saying uh, the Maracana, like he said it yeah. a million Uncle times. Bob. Uncle right. Bob is gone. Like I, I'm really upset about the coverage, but. I mean, I'll let you guys talk about it. I think it's pretty poo poo. I think it. I think it's also pretty poo poo that they didn't. That they didn't bother sending people to Russia to cover it. They're basically, they got people sitting in studios calling the games from L.A. I, I think that's terrible. That's a terrible look. I understand the U.S. isn't there, but I mean, you paid an arm and a leg for this. The whole planet is watching it. Like, what are you doing? Like, you you foot the bill. You put them. You move them over there. This is not. It's not up for debate. And frankly. Uh, you know, Turner Sports or which I forget which platform is going to have it next uh, next go around. What am I thinking of, Dan? Oh, they're taking the Champions League. Oh yeah, Champions. We have to start paying. We have to start paying for everything. We're basically we're becoming England, where everything is behind a paywall and we have to pay for everything. It's it's terrible. But Fox, you know, you would think that they would be ready to do a better job with this, and then it's it's shockingly bad, actually. Um, no, but, uh, coverage is horrendous. Horrendous, horrendous. I hate it, and I, I almost want to watch the games on mute. It's that bad. Like I can't. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, honestly, and I, and it's it's crazy to think that. But like, you know, I play FIFA, and I, I love the commentary in the game. I turn on the actual game, and I I can't. I like it's 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 atrocious. Uh, it's atrocious. But, but I will. Say, well, I will how, say how does Alexi Lawless get on every network though? They well, Fox brought him over. They hired him. They stole him over. The second they won the World Cup, that was the first but, move they made. But that was also the only move they he's made. Like the and last that's just person I would bring over. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no yeah. he's why? Why? He's 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 a very knowledgeable, credible. He's so critical of everybody, as if like the '94 U.S. team was like uh, those, uh, yo, those World kits, Cup winners or those something. Those kids were nuts. It, it's ridiculous how he talks. Those Dunham he's Jesus. Really I will say, I will say one thing. I will say one thing. Phenoms, which is a show I was telling a couple of the guys about it. It's on 
Fox is running it, it's fantastic. That's probably the best How part we, of this yeah, so yeah. far. I didn't understand that. Do um, we watch that so, in like, is it like a timeline thing or is it one guy for a season or what, what is it? No, so basically it's like a format. They set it up by position. So like they have a special about midfielders and then defenders and then goalkeepers. And then they started doing it by country. But basically it follows like the young players from like the really good young players throughout the world and how they get transferred between clubs, how they deal with their agent their family life. All it's right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. That, well, I mean, that's been so far Fox's coverage. It's I'm going to check it out. Last question. We'll go around the horn. It's better than the commentary. It, it must be. I mean, anything. Yes. Paint drying is better. But <laughs> let's go around the horn. I want to know where you're watching tomorrow morning, uh, Egypt, Uruguay. Sam, you go first. Where are you watching? 8 a.m. I'm actually going to Sani's house. I wanted to go watch it at the 22-foot screen down by the new Audi stadium, but I couldn't rally enough people. And honestly, to get downtown by that time would be a little tough. All I'm right. sorry that my screen is only 120 inches, not 22 <laughs> feet, but no, it's no, in no, HD. And the food and drinks are, are much cheaper. No, yeah, talk no, to me about yeah, the my, menu. Are we having you guys are welcome, by the way. Are we having no, breakfast? Blue label for is us. it breakfast or lunch? At, at 8 o'clock hey, in the morning, blue label. I'll make full entame if you guys come. I'm not coming for that. I'm out. No, man, you know, so you just <laughs> invited the whole podcast and everyone listening LP, to your house LP, tomorrow. LP, where, <laughs> all three of our want to put an address out there. LP, where are you watching tomorrow? I was actually, I would love to know where where I could see, like, uh, other than that place, there's a bunch of Egyptians watching the Egypt-Uruguay game. I'd love to know where there's, like, there, a, a bar or something like that, or a restaurant. So Fava Pot's running. Uh, the Fava Pot is having a watch party. For every yeah. game. But apparently it's sold out. That's right. Oh, oh that out. place is small. Well, that's where... Yeah. LP, where are you watching? I'm watching the comfort of my own home. I'm not going uh, anywhere. Matt, where are you watching? I was going to be home, but I might be heading to Sandy's. All right. <laughs> yeah, dude, can at least... <laughs> that's can right. Get a the more the merrier, guys. Dan, so where are you watching? Together? Yeah, I'm watching at home in the morning, but I might go over to Sandy's for the Spain-Portugal game later in the day. That, I'm excited for that one. Sandy, are you doing all-day viewing party? Hey, yeah, what's going I'm, on here? Dude? I'm working from home tomorrow. All right, then okay, I'll see I, you I guess we'll I'll see you all tomorrow, then. Yeah. Well, all right, good. we said 30 minutes. We went double that, but that's okay. Lots of good nuggets here all around. Uh, for those that have uh, stuck with us through the whole thing, you heard consensus that a lot of the uh, – a lot of the money, a lot of the even money is going to be on the, the same four or five teams that we expect to be there tournament after tournament after tournament. And I would argue that's not a good thing. My counterparts here tend to be split on that, and that's okay. It is the best tournament that we have on the planet. It's the most watched. It's the world's game. It's exciting. It officially started today. Uh, we're all excited to watch it. Thank you for listening. This has been DTC. We'll be back in, let's say, a week to talk a little bit more in depth, kind of get everybody caught up on on the happenings over the first game or two in each group, talk about some injuries, talk about some projections, and keep an eye on that that ultimate prize of who's going to get out of these groups and who's going to really challenge, who's got the skill to challenge uh, for the whole thing and, and bring the World Cup home. So for now, for the, for the entire cast that joined me tonight, for the roundtable that included Matt, LP, Sam, Sani, and Dan, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for listening. This has been DTC. We are out.